This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. back to now with dave brown on ami tv i'm alex might in for dave the annual black friday tradition returns next week the the hype has already started though it's a great way to get a head start on all your holiday shopping or maybe you treat yourself to something you may need or maybe something you just want marco Folo has some tips on how to score the best bang for your buck this year mark is the host of access tech live Mark, how are you doing? Thank you for joining me this morning. I can't complain. I'm gearing up for the shopping season, so I'm counting my uh, counting my pesos here on the side, and we're going to figure out what we can get and what we can't. <laughs> Sounds good. So, first off, when do these deals start, and and where? You mean your inbox hasn't been filling up already, Alex? Uh, they've pretty much started. Uh, people have been advertising Black Friday since right after Halloween, trying to get people up there. I've been getting emails daily from you know retailers like Best Buy, Walmart, um, furniture stores like Leon's. Of course, Amazon is gearing up for all their sales. I mean, even you know companies like Aeroplan are getting in on the game, trying to entice people to use their eShop platform to try and you know double, quadruple, even ten times your Aeroplan. Point. So lots of retailers are actually gearing up and, and have some pre-sales on right now as we prepare, obviously, for next Friday. Yeah, so you mentioned it's all these pre-sales that are taking place. Like, how different are the pre-Black Friday sales opposed to the big Black Friday sales that happen on the day? You know, the, the, the difference, the, it depends on the category of product. Obviously, if you look at sites like Wayfair that does home furnishings, you're not going to see that dramatic of a difference when it comes to Black Friday or even Cyber Monday for that matter. There will be additional discounts, like if they're offering about 25% off now, you could see certain things go down to like 50%, but they tend not to discount items that they're putting on pre-sale any further than they already are because they know people are shopping now or at least looking now to see what the deals are but they're also holding off until the day of especially when it comes to online because online inventory is not an issue lines not an issue getting in at a certain time is an issue so they know that if they try to discount anything further afterwards it just bites bites them in the butt so uh the sales are pretty good now um and if you see something over 25 percent discounted your best bet is to either wait to see if another retailer might have it cheaper so that you can price match or jump at it now with return policies the way they are with companies you know as easy to accept online returns there's there's no harm in making that purchase today and reevaluating in 7 days from now nobody's return policy is less than that are are there any potential downsides to kind of jumping on a sale now that uh, consumers should be aware of well, I mean, you're going to take up room on your credit card, that's for sure. So if you have a, an important purchase coming up and you need that space, I would advise against it. Obviously, you can you know choose to not shop on credit and then you don't have that issue. But downsides, you know, not really. I mean, it's a good opportunity for you to see what's what's in store, what other people are doing. Um, and, and don't forget for the retailers, it's also data gathering, right? They know what you're searching for. They know how long you spend on a certain page, wondering if that PlayStation is going to go down by another 45 cents to see what it is. So 
So there's no real downsides other than, you know, you know, uh, stretching your buying power longer than you need it. And so what type of items are, are getting the big sales this year? So we're seeing, uh, you know, trends in obviously home theater, TV, uh, smart speakers. These are categories that get significant, significant uh, discounts. And the reason is because they're trying to get all older models out of the door. Sometimes we see discounts up to 85, even 90 percent on models that are probably 2022, late 2022, early 2023, because, you know, they're going to be announcing new models come January when CES comes, you know, biggest consumer electronics show, Las Vegas. That's when they announce everything new that's going to be coming in the next 12 months. So they really want to get those things out the door. The benefit is, you know, obviously, if, if you want to shop, I always tell people, look at both sides of the border, because they tend to have bigger discounts in the US, which I know we'll get into in a second, because at the end of the day, the population's bigger. So they sell in bigger volumes to those big retailers. So you tend to get better discounts as well. Well, as you say, you, you mentioned the US going south of the border, that that was usually a big draw for many Canadians, you can go and score those big discounts. But Factoring in things like what the conversion rate for the Canadian U.S. dollar is, is it even worth it in terms of the sales that may be available in the U.S.? You have to really search for them. If you're searching for something specific, you really got to take your time to research and say, okay, is this worth 1.3, you know, on the dollar? Is it worth the shipping that they're going to charge me? And don't forget that customs can stop that package and make you pay GST on it and make you pay duties on it, depending where it's actually made. So you're going to want to check all those factors. Some companies like B&H is a big electronics retailer in New York. They allow you to factor in things like customs and duty and shipping. So you can really see if it's apples for apples or oranges for oranges. That being said, the days of driving down to the US and getting in on those in-person sales are kind of few and far between because ever since the pandemic, stores have realized they can get the same, if not more, sales through online sales without the overhead of having to have people in stores and without the headache and some of the actual violence that goes on in the U.S. or had gone on in certain stores. Remember remember looking for that Furby for uh, Christmas? Yeah, we're not we're not going to have any more trampling at Toys R Us. I, I never remember looking for a Furby because uh, those toys were the things of nightmares, Mark, and I never <laughs> wanted to be anywhere close to a Furby. But yeah, that's a very good point. It's just all the online sales has made it that, you know, almost that, that day itself is is less uh, appealing for customers when you can just order the thing online with a few clicks of, of your mouse instead of having to trudge down to the store and, and try to hope to claim one of the five items that they have available in the store. Yeah, it definitely makes it more convenient. And as you said, right there, I mean, stock right there is a great example. When you're buying from a pool of, of you know, the globe or North America or U.S. or Canada, it's way easier than hoping that the retail location has one in stock and the seven people in front of you haven't grabbed it. So online is definitely an advantage. And stores realize that. They know that not only is it an advantage, but it's also more data for them. And that turns into dollars at the end of the day. Absolutely. Mark, uh, before I let you go, I want to find out what's coming up on today's edition of Access Tech Live. Oh, I'm super excited about this because we're sitting down with Apple's vice president of fitness technology, Jay Blonick. He's the one who helped create Apple Fitness Plus, plus Healthy at Home's host, uh, Bobby Jens, is going to be joining us to give us her perspective on uh, staying fit for the new year. And we're doing it early, Alex, because we know that New Year's resolutions never stick. <laughs> That's a very good point. Mark, thank you so much. Have yourself a wonderful day. Thanks, Alex. That was Mark Afalo from Montreal. He is the co-host of Access Tech Live which airs at noon Eastern on AMI-tv.
You know what else also airs on AMI? The Pulse. And this weekend on The Pulse, Joita Gupta concludes her three-part series on a 2023 inductees into the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame. On the episode, she interviews Paralympic cross-country skier Natalie Wilkie. That's The Pulse, weekends at 2 p.m. Eastern on AMI-audio. And you can also find the contest on a podcast on all major podcasting platforms as well as YouTube. Coming up after the break, Studio Ghibli's Grave of the Fireflies is celebrating its 35th anniversary this year. Michael McNeely dives into a classic film review, but first, here is the Parasport update with Greg Westlake, because you're watching now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Hello and welcome back to the Parasport Update. I'm Greg Westlake. On this edition, we preview the Parapan American Games, which kicks off this week in Chile. Santiago is the stage for 140 Canadian athletes as they compete against 41 countries from the Americas and the Caribbean. The 2023 edition of the Parapans runs from November 17th to the 27th, creating a jam-packed 10-day celebration of athleticism. With athletes competing in 14 of the 17 sports on display, Canada boasts a wealth of experience with 65 Paralympians wearing the Maple Leaf, 18 of whom are Paralympic medalists. 61 Canadian team members have previously won Parapan Am medals. 55 of our athletes are eager to begin scripting their legacy on the international stage as they enter a multi-sport village for the first time. For seven sports, including wheelchair basketball, wheelchair rugby, wheelchair tennis, and goalball, it's a win and urine scenario for the 2024 Paralympics in Paris, while four other sports offer qualification points or allocation quotas for next summer's games. Whether it's through direct qualification or not, every athlete aims to make their case for Paris as they compete for glory in Chile. And that's our time for this edition of the Parasport Update, presented by AMI-audio. Check back next week for more news from the world of adaptive sports. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hadjar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.